This episode of the I Am Desert Show is brought to you by United Airlines. United Airlines, connecting people, connecting the world. Small business owners wondering how you can have a sponsored segment here on the I Am Desert Show? It's as simple as emailing us. Email us at info at That's info at nullsmedia.com, and we'll send you some information to get you all set up. It's easy, fast, and affordable to advertise here on the I Am Desert Show. Send us an email, info at nullsmedia.com. Welcome back to the I Am Desert Show. I am Desert, your host on today's show. It's a little bit different today. We're talking about the rebound, We're talking about getting back up after you've fallen down. My very special guest is author and blogger, Jayla Watkins. Jayla, are you there? Hi, how are you guys doing? We're good, we're good. How's everything going for you? Everything's going well. Um, you know, just momming, <laughs> doing the mom thing right now. Cool, cool. Well, <clears throat> uh, we we talked uh, before this pod, before we recorded this episode, we actually talked about uh, some of the things that uh, have gone on with you. And, um, yeah. you know, life is not, I will start by saying life, nobody ever promised us that life would be easy. Um, and so we're going to fall, we're going to have uh, moments uh, in our lives that, um, we're probably meant to take us out, but we have mm-hmm. to learn how to overcome those situations. Jayla, why don't you tell us a little bit about your situation? So, um, Desiree, I was a, I want to say teen mom. Yeah, I was right at 19 and 20. And I was in a situation that I like to, and other people in my family like to refer to as the lost years. You know, I was just on a pretty downward spiral and I was going really really fast um I was kind of filling different voids in my life with like temporary pain weavers like parties and relationships that I knew I shouldn't have been in and just to take my mind off of things that were going on in my life so long story short I ended up becoming pregnant at the age of 19 which was a complete shock for me and for my family it was something that nobody kind of imagined would happen to me and only because of the way that I was raised you know but it was kind of like a double a double life to be completely honest um the people who loved me and the people who raised me were really blindsided by the person that I had turned out to be 
So um, I was a single mom for a pretty long time. Um, me and my son's father did not work out in all actuality. Um, he kind of gave me an ultimatum when I told him I was pregnant. Um, we have a fairly large age gap and I was pretty much like young and I didn't know what was going on. And he presented me with the ultimatum of either get an abortion or stay in this relationship. So, um, one thing that I knew is that abortions were not an option for me personally. Um, I was very, very adamant about keeping my child and at the time I meant leaving that relationship. So I was 19 years old, pregnant and alone. And it was in those dark, dark areas of my life where I feel like I really figured out my purpose and had to build myself up really from the bottom up. And I had to build myself up pretty much by myself because I was surrounded by the disappointments and people saying oh how did this happen to you not you you know so I kind of had to pick my own self up with my bootstraps and figure out how to make a beautiful story out of a horrible situation so I, I hear you saying that you know uh, outside influences were saying oh no not you how could this happen yeah. to you but talk a little bit about how you know someone with your upbringing um, kind of, kind of gets off track, if you will. Um, I think it was for me personally, I think it was a taste of freedom. Um, my mom was a single mom and she was a teen mom at that. So, um, she had me at 18 years old. So when I got around the age of 16, 17, they kind of put the lock on me a little bit and just so that I would not turn into them. And it, ended up being a rebellion type of feel or um it's it was kind of like everybody expects me to do a b and c so i'm going to do d to show them that i'm my own person um and it was also really like i said before a double life um these people that raised me that had such high expectations of me um my mom is a social worker and she always told me to express my feelings, but I would always express the feelings that I wanted them to hear, not the ones that were really bothering me. And so what that led me to doing was filling those voids in my life of, like filling my anxiety and my depression and my abandonment issues with just parties and alcohol and relationships. And it was not that easy to get stuck in it, but it was very, very hard to pull yourself out. So how do you find yourself, you, you go through this situation, you find yourself pregnant, and what, what type of light goes off to you one day that makes you realize that I've, I've got to do something different? Um, I think it really was, you know, I, I believe that God had given me chances after chances to, you know, do something good with my life. And he, I knew the potential I had, and I knew that he had a purpose for me, but I would always, I would always go crazy for God for a little bit, and then my momentum would slow down, you know? So I really feel like, well, I believe that God gave me something to work for, or something, somebody to change for. So, um, and honestly, it was just the idea of him that made me want to get it together. Um, 
he was an innocent, well, my child, he's a boy, but he was completely innocent. And I wanted him to get, to have the best life he could possibly have. And he deserved a different mom than what I was at that time. So, um, you know, when you're pregnant, you kind of have like a time limit. So I had nine months, I had nine months to figure it out and not try to get it all together, but at least to get to some healing that's what it was really to get to a point of healing where I could give him the best version of myself so how do you how do you how do you rebound how do you how do you turn things around um how do you well let me ask the question better when you're in the process of getting yourself together so now you have Milo Mm -hmm. uh and um Milo being your son's name now that you have Mm -hmm. Milo uh, and he's here. Does the does the hurt go away, or does the what what happens at the point where the child is born? Um, the hurt definitely does not go away. Um, that's something that honestly, he's two years old, and I'm still working on it. But one thing that does change is the forgiveness aspect. Um, I had to forgive myself. I had to forgive myself for the mistakes that I had made and the disappointment I had caused my family and friends. And I had to forgive myself for all of those things in order to move forward. So the hurt doesn't go away, but dealing with it gets better. Because there were times where, you know, I'll be like, man, Jayla, you know better. Why did you do this? Why did you do this? And I was beating myself up. And somebody had actually was my mom who said to me, if Jesus, if God can forgive you, why can't you forgive yourself? It's very prideful for you to know that your God, your creator has forgiven you, but you cannot muster it up to forgive yourself. And I think those words are kind of the words that I still live by today. And it makes dealing with it easier. Um, The hurt definitely doesn't go away though. It's It's a working progress, but really the big thing here is forgiving yourself for the things that you have allowed to come into your life. I always like to tell people that, um, especially in situations um, like this, when you go through something and you you bring yourself out of it, um, I always like to tell people that there are uh, a ton of people who would line up to be on the committee to tear you down. Why would you join the committee? (laughs) Right, that is so true. there's, There's plenty of people who would join that committee that it doesn't need you you on that committee. You need to be on the committee to build yourself up. And I would tell you that you can't have a testimony without a test. Um, you right. have to go through something. Um, and, and having gone through this situation, you've created now um, this beautiful child who um, I firmly believe is the answer to one of the world's many problems. Um, yeah. He's here to solve some issue for us. And so now- <laughs> Something we have, he, he's not figured it out yet, but but I'm I'm certain he's here to solve one of our problems, um, and so now you have this beautiful son, you have um, you cre- created this blog. Tell us about what this has blossomed into. So um, my blog is called Raising Milo and Me. Um, one of the things that helped me throughout my pregnancy was journaling and was writing down my every emotion. Um, I still was not comfortable, kind of to share my story with others. So the least I can do was put it on a piece of paper, you know, and share it with myself so the words don't go unspoken. 
And in the midst of me journaling, I was looking for somebody like me, you know, um, I was looking for blogs or podcasts or any type of influencer whose story was similar to mine. And when I was searching the internet, I would find it was one extreme or the other. It was either like 16 and pregnant in high school and how did I graduate? Or it was like, I'm 35 with three kids in a happy home. And there was nobody that I personally found who was 19, 20 years old. Um, I like to say like halfway in the crib, halfway in the club, like you're in that weird space in life. And then you're hit with a job as powerful as motherhood. I could not find anybody like that. So, and I knew I wasn't alone. So I wanted to be that person for somebody else. So um, like I said, throughout my entire pregnancy, I wrote and my very first Mother's Day, um, it was Mother's Day of 2018. I decided to launch my blog to the world. Um, and that has opened so many doors for me. And it's, I feel like it was meant to happen for me to share my story because there I've met so many amazing moms and people whose stories are similar to mine. And so just being able to be that person who has the strength to talk about it and be honest about it and share the ups, the downs and the failures and the victories has been such an award rewarding experience for me um, emotionally. Absolutely amazing. So tell us about, um, how things have changed for you. Um, tell us about the, 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 the happy part of your testimony. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, when I, when I was pregnant, I was working at a little daycare making about $8 an hour. And, um, since then I have made a career for myself. Um, I'm have been able to find a job that has supported me and my son financially and that has been the just one of my biggest accomplishments to date, you know, um, being able to provide for him and provide for myself. That was a huge concern of mine, you know, being pregnant. Um, I'm also in a relationship. Um, me and my boyfriend have been together for a little over a year now, and that has been such a blessing in our lives. Um, one of my major, major concerns when I was pregnant is nobody's going to want a 20-year-old with a baby and I'm going to be forever alone. And that was a, it was a hard pill for me to swallow. And we've just been blessed. I have been blessed with the most amazing man and amazing father figure to Milo. And it's, it's a rainbow at the end of the tunnel for sure. For sure. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? <laughs> Won't he do it? So, so what else do you have going on? I, I, um, I know that you are preparing to do more writing. You have the blog. You have, yes. um, you're writing a book. I am writing a book. So um, it's currently in the works. Um, it's, it's going to be um, a kind of intro to journaling book. Like I said before, I would write my feelings on the paper. So in the midst of me sharing my testimony in this book, you would also have space to share yours and to write yours and you'll have me there to help guide you through your emotions and kind of tell you the steps or kind of the trials and tribulations that you may face. Um, I'm currently diligently writing that right now. I still have my blog. Um, it is raisingmilo.com and 
most of my content will be on there until my um, book releases. But it's really just me just being blatantly honest, you know, because although I'm kind of at a very happy point in my life, it's not always perfect, you know. There's still times where I break down and there's still times where I have to pick my own self back up again. So it's just a space where you can hear me be vulnerable and realize that this motherhood thing is beautiful, but it's not easy at all. But we're in this together and it is so worth it. Jayla, one last question for you. What would you tell yeah. what would you tell 17 or 18 year old Jayla? Mm. Slow down. <laughs> slow down. Definitely slow down because um there there are times still I'm 22 now and I can't do the things that um other 22 year olds can do. You know, I've kind of put a large speed bump it's not a stop sign but it's definitely a speed bump in the things that I'm able to do still in my youth you know so I would definitely tell her to slow down and take advantage of the things that she is able to do that people are paying for like school because <laughs> school is expensive you know so definitely definitely slow down absolutely amazing Jayla tell us how we can find you on social media and tell us uh, the uh, web address to your blog so you can find me on social media at Jayla Watkins underscore. That is J-A-Y-L-A-W-A-T-K-I-N-S underscore. I'm on Instagram and on Facebook. And my blog is www.raising-milo.com. And yeah, that's where you can find me. <laughs> All right. Now you got to promise me that you'll come back when the book is released and uh, tell us about Definitely. Absolutely. Oh, I forgot one more thing. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. I actually host a mom group also in um, the East Houston area. It's called Raising Us, and it's just as uh, we meet once a week at my home or at a coffee shop, whatever is more um, feasible for that day. And we just sit there. You can bring your kids, and we just talk, and you just have real mom time, you know, real time to vent with people who actually understand. So this is my second time hosting this. I hosted it last year around the fall. So I'm bringing it back this year. Um, our first meeting will actually be next Tuesday. Amazing. So how would, a, how would a mom that's in the East Houston area or in the Houston area that's interested in joining, how would they find out more information? So you can reach out to me on my um, Instagram or my Facebook um, at, at Jayla Watkins underscore. And then I will definitely respond to you via DM with all the details and the things that you need to know. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining me, Jayla. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. I really appreciate you. Thank you for this opportunity. Not a problem. Thank you for joining the I Am Desert show. I Am Desert, your host. We'll be right back. This episode of the I Am Desert Show is brought to you by United Airlines. United Airlines, connecting people, connecting the world. This episode of the I Am Desert Show is brought to you by the Jeans and Jewels Institute. The Jeans and Jewels Institute is a nonprofit organization formed to provide leadership development for youth and young adults by exposing them to life skills in image building, career preparation, and healthy habits. 
For more information on the Jeans and Jewels Institute, visit jjinstitute.org. The Jeans and Jewels Institute, a proud supporter of the I Am Desert Show. Make sure you're following the I Am Desert Show on social media. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. On Instagram, just simply search I am Desra. On Facebook, search for the I am Desra show. There you can leave us your questions, comments, and suggestions. We'll get back to you. Thanks for listening to the I am Desra show.